It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, following the Washington Commanders' fifth win of the season. We're going to break down how it went down. We're going to begin the Taylor Heineke versus Carson Wentz conversation. We're going to do a stock report on the Commanders, and we're going to give out some game balls right now on Locked On Commanders. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app. You can find that on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And, of course, thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, writer for, for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Commander Country. My co-host, Chris the Rooster Russell, is not here, but make sure you check him out. Tomorrow morning with Pete Medhurst starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, live on the Team 980 or anytime on the Odyssey app. Of course, this episode of brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Pick two to five players. You can win up to 10 times your money. Use the promo code LOCKED ON when you sign up to get a uh, first deposit match up to $100. Again, this promo code LOCKED ON on Prize Picks. Thanks again for making us your first listener, your first view every single day. For those of you wondering why the audio is a little bit wonky, first and foremost, this thing right here is what makes all the audio sound as good as it does, especially when we're in road radio booths and we can only control so much. Well, I've recently moved offices. There's a little black cable that goes with this box. I do not have it. So that is why I'm not using my fancy microphone. Instead, I'm using my webcam microphone. Hopefully, you guys can hear me at least enough. But you know what? It's Victory Tuesday, so we can forgive each other some transgressions. Guys, we're going to dive right into the main story that everybody's going to be talking to, talking about after this game. That, of course, is Taylor Heineke and the fact that, in my humble opinion, he has done enough to earn the starting job uh, against going into the game against Houston Texans. And I want to kind of stay away from the phrase won the job uh, because I feel like then it's, it's kind of pitting Carson versus Taylor, right? And I want to make sure it's crystal clear that this is not a Carson versus Taylor scenario inside the locker room, inside the organization, as far as I can tell it. Uh, and I used as evidence just watching Carson during practice, watching Carson on the sidelines as Taylor Heineke is preparing to lead this team. And you look at the locker room after the game, especially. And you guys have probably all seen the tweets, seen some of the the, the videos uh, coming from a very emotional post-game uh, situation here with the Washington Commanders. And I can tell you right now that Carson Wentz was just as happy. The smile was just as big on his face as it was everybody else's. This is a quarterback room, Sam Howell included. Uh, that that they support each other and they want what's best for each other and for the team. Taylor Heineke said after the press conference or after the game during his press conference that if the Washington Commanders decide to go with Carson Wentz and that's the decision they make and he's going to be the best backup 
and he's going to help Carson Wentz get ready for the Houston Texans because that is their next matchup. But let's talk about Taylor on Monday night. 12 or 17 of 29, 211 yards and an interception. Not the most amazing stat line, right? But overall in his body of work, 3-1 and one as a starter, 840 yards, around mid-60s, high, mid to high 60s completion percentage once you factor in this game. Uh, five touchdowns, four interceptions, and of course, uh, he's got a fumble. But I think really when you look at this, right, so we all want to kind of quantify things. We like to go to the stat box and we like to go break down plays and say this is why a guy should be having the job that he has. But I think that Terry McLaurin uh, in his own post-game press conference really put it best. And he said, quote, you can't measure what's in his chest, end quote. And I think that we've heard about this, right? There's something about Taylor Heineke that is just not quantifiable. You can't measure it. You can't put it on a ruler and say, here's how much of it he has and here's how much of it you need to be successful in, in the NFL. But I think the bottom line, what Taylor Heineke has, the best way to quantify it or to state it, is authentic leadership. And this isn't a shot at Carson Wentz or any other quarterback in the National Football League, right? But I think at the end of the day, you either have juice or you don't. And Carson Wentz has juice. He's got his own you know, brand of leadership, and, and those things are great. But Taylor Heineke has more, right? And Taylor Heineke is this guy that you want to fight for. Carson Wentz is a guy you want to fight with. You want to prepare with him. You want to go out on the field with him. Taylor Heineke is a guy that these guys want to fight for, and they want to make plays for. And it doesn't just live on the offense. It's not just Terry McLaurin, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, all these guys. It's the defense. So you guys go back to – uh, Chase Young, right, pointing down at the jersey number four and the whole Heineke and and all that stuff. That's what authentic leadership is because guys know if you're fake. And, and again, I'm just, I'm just going to qualify this all across the board. Anything that I say about Taylor is not intended to be a shot at Carson. That's why I want to stay away from the word win. Um, it's just there's there's authentic leadership in Taylor and it makes guys rally around him. So that is just kind of the main reason that it's working. Right, you're beating very good teams, or you're in position to beat very good teams, and that is something that you want to continue seeing from the Washington Commanders. Now, of course, can it go sideways? Absolutely. Last year, uh, we saw a four-game winning streak, then we saw the perver- proverbial wheels uh, kind of fall off that thing. So, you know, things can always change, things can go wrong, but I think at least going into Houston, you need Taylor Heineke uh, to be your starting quarterback in this situation. And again, I'm confident that both quarterbacks, you know what I mean, they're going to do what's best for the team. If Carson is asked to help Taylor uh, get ready uh, and prepare for Houston and be the backup and be ready in case something were to happen to Taylor, I'm confident that Carson uh, would also come through and do that, and we already know uh, that Taylor would do it. But for me, Taylor Heineke's stock obviously is rising right now, right? And right now uh, we're we're going to talk about two more players whose stock is rising for the Washington Commanders coming out of this Monday night football game. And unfortunately, we're also going to talk about two guys whose stock may be falling a little bit after this game. But first, we're going to talk about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a new fantasy game that you can play. Two, you pick two to five players, and you pick whether or not they're going to get more or less than their Prize Picks projection. If you're correct, you can win up to ten times your money on any given entry. No competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections. And you've got Major League Baseball, hockey golf, whenever all those sports are in season, you can pick from those as well. Plus, they have safe and fast withdrawals, currently operational in 30 states and Canada. So download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. Sign up to play daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be played. First-time users, you can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 by using the promo code Locked On when you uh, sign up. So if you deposit $100, they'll match you up to $100. So use that promo code Locked On. 
sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 this episode. Also brought to you by Simply Safe, which is a company that I use and I love it because even here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, it's 1.20 in the morning. So shout out to all of you who are up with me, still up or getting up early, uh, whatever it is. But if I want to check in on my family, they're all in bed. I can do that, though. I can I can pull up my phone. I can look at the HD cameras and I can make sure that my house is safe, my property is secure and that my family is not in need of any help. And right now, Locked On Commanders listeners, you can get 50% off of their Simply Safe security systems. This is their biggest offer of the year. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, it's an emergency. They have 24-7 professional monitoring agents uh, using the Fast Protect technology that they have exclusively for Simply Safe. They'll capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so that you can get a priority police response. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend because I use it for my own property and my own family. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Again, that is simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, continuing on to this episode of Locked On Commanders post game after Monday Night Football. Washington Commanders defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. Very exciting uh, event. Unless you're an Eagles fan. Very exciting event for everybody else, though. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Commanders first listener, first view of the day. And shout out to all of you those in the live, uh, literally going on 1.30 in the morning. So we are literally probably the first thing you were listening to or watching. So shout out to all of you for staying up or getting up with me here bright and early. For your second list, make sure you check out Locked On Sports today from the biggest stories and the biggest games go behind the scenes with experts that only Locked On can provide to you Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Two commanders whose stock is rising, two commanders whose stock is falling. That is what we're going to talk about here. And obviously, I think Taylor Heineke's stock is rising. I don't know how all of you feel about it. Um, Chris will should be back uh, and will be able to give his opinion. I think we all kind of know where Chris is going to go this way. If you have your own opinions, be free to or feel free to drop them. Uh, into the comments as we go along. First guy that I'm going to put in my stock up list might kind of surprise some of you guys because how can Terry McLaurin's stock go any further higher than it already is? Eight catches, 129 yards on Monday, but it's not really about this specific game as it is his entire season. This is a relatively new part of the segment that we're doing here, so I get to encompass kind of the entire season. And I think, guys, we already knew Terry McLaurin was the best wide receiver on the Washington roster, right? We already knew that Terry McLaurin was arguably the best receiver in the NFC East. The, the arrival uh, of A.J. Brown probably challenges that just a little bit. But I, I mean, honestly, I, if I had to pick between the two, it's a very tough decision, you know, to be honest with you. So any Eagles fans that are listening or watching this, calm down. I'm not throwing shade at A.J. Brown. 
But if I had to choose which one, I mean, Terry McLaurin, and again, you kind of go to the measurables, but you also go to the, the things you can't measure, the heart and the passion in a guy. And you can see how much Terry wants to continue the great tradition of Washington wide receivers. And he mentioned as much in his, his post-game press conference, started off with giving a shout-out to Art Monk. Didn't really go into detail about why he was giving Art Monk a shout-out, but talked about the other great uh, receivers that have come before him in the Washington franchise. And then looking at guys like Deami, Jahan, Curtis himself, obviously, uh, and how the standard has been set inside this organization for amazing wide receiver production and how, how proud he is to be a part of that and try to continue that. And I think that not only is the leadership there, not only is the mentality that you want in a number one wide receiver there, but now he is just turning into a bully, guys. And I mean, Indianapolis, I think, was really kind of like the coming out party of like Scary Terry has, has been very real. But I think Scary Terry is starting to make himself known in a more public sense. And the Philadelphia Eagles certainly got a show on Monday night of what Scary Terry can do. So for those reasons, I think this number one receiver uh, that so many people already love is becoming becoming an even better wide receiver. Um, next guy that I'm going to give stock up to is head coach Ron Rivera. And, and I know some of you guys aren't going to like that. And some of you guys aren't going to necessarily agree. And I understand that. But look, this, this is a man who has put up with so much. And I mean, we can start on the football field. Right, we can talk about the quarterback issues that they've had, both performance-wise and health-wise, inheriting you know the, the the draft situation that he inherited uh, when he took over the team, and then kind of the veteran quarterback situation he got there, uh, and then trying to move forward, getting Ryan Fitzpatrick, who he really thought uh, was going to be able to be successful with this team, and then everything kind of falls apart there in Week One last year. So I mean, you know, there's just just starting on the just start with the quarterback position. Then you go to Chase Young's injury and some of the the downfalls of William Jackson situation, but then you go into everything he's dealing with off the field. And I've, I've kind of made this statement uh, over the over the last couple of years when some of you guys bring up, is Ron Rivera on the hot seat? Could he possibly get fired? And I always kind of go back to and say, you know, being the head coach of this team specifically is just as much about the X's and O's as it is about taking care of the Jimmys and Joes, but it's also as much about taking care of the political message and just kind of absorbing all the heat rounds that, you know, we all know he wasn't here to, to create all these problems. He's inheriting them uh, as much as a lot of people are. But he is the forward-facing face of the franchise. And because of that, he gets a lot of those answers. I think he's done a pretty, you know, he's not always had the greatest answers. But he's, he's done a pretty good job, I think, for what uh, he's been handed, as you can expect. And then you have the recent loss of his mother uh, as well and his ties to the military community. It's a service month that brings up a whole lot of familial things. For him so that he loses the matriarch of his family and i mean just a lot going on along with the teams kind of struggling losing some games they should have won you could see the emotion in the press conference and then uh, at the time i wasn't aware of it but a video had been released of him speaking in the locker room and you see him getting emotional again you see the guys rallying around him and then that's kind of the point i really wanted to pay attention to this is a team i go back to i think it was tennessee right and we came into the tennessee week with a lot of questions about has this team given up on Ron Rivera? Has this team given up on Scott Turner? Has this team given up on Jack Del Rio? And really at the time, Jack Del Rio was kind of the main target. And a lot of people were wanting Jack potentially be fired. I think what you saw in those videos in the locker room and what you saw from the players inside the locker room that we got to see is you saw a unit. They're, they're a team fighting for each other and they're fighting for their coach and they're fighting for what they believe that they are capable. Of. So if you ever had any thought that Ron Rivera didn't have the support of his locker room, those videos and those moments 
should have shown you uh, that those thoughts are incorrect. So Ron Rivera, I give him a uh, stock up in this because I think that you guys uh, got a little bit of an inside look of really what's going on inside that locker room as far as uh, football, you know, the players and the coaches uh, and everything, a very tight knit unit for the most part. Um, stock down, unfortunately, you know, I hate after a game like this, I really hate to do go stock down, but look, it's stock up, stock down. So we got to do it. And neither of these guys did anything per se to deserve their stock down report. So I just want to make that uh, abundantly clear before we get into this. But my first stock down guy is me, Logan Thomas. And, and Logan Thomas, veteran tight end, uh, obviously a staple of this team. Everybody loves him for good reason. Great personality as well. 15 catches, 118 yards, and a touchdown this season. Obviously came in with some health issues. He's had some health issues uh, since the season began as well. And when you look at the presence of John Bates, who has 11 catches, 84 yards a season, so very similar uh, type of stat line. Armani Rogers is doing some really good things as an undrafted rookie. Cole Turner uh, has certainly some, some, some potential and some ceiling to continue to reach. He had some early uh, injury issues as well. And then you've got, uh, you've got uh, another tight end in, in Curtis Hodges out of Arizona State, another undrafted guy who Juan Castillo talked to us about at the end of this week leading up to this game had a lot of potential uh, and had done a lot of good things uh, as well and saw a bright future at him. So you have four young tight ends on this Washington Commanders roster. And for Logan Thomas, I mean, he wasn't completely clicking with, with Carson Wentz on the playing field, you know, but they do a lot of work on the side and they're definitely working at it. Um, Taylor Heineke, even as he's coming in, like this offense is really going to a very quick left and right type of offense. And I think you need a little bit of a, a younger, kind of more nimble type of tight end uh, to really kind of facilitate that. So just for those reasons, Logan Thomas, I think his stock is starting to dip just a little bit. Again, nothing Logan's doing, doing wrong or otherwise, but I just think that this offense is kind of moving into a direction where they're going to need to lean on some younger, kind of more agile type of guys. And then the other one's Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson getting active for his first game. So how can the stock go down? Well, the bottom line is they didn't use him. And they had opportunities to use them. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, 40 carries between those two guys. It was, it was amazing. 16 carries, uh, if I remember correctly, for Brian Robinson Jr. before halftime. That is one heck of a workload. Uh, and then Antonio Gibson went down with a little bit of an ankle injury uh, towards the end of the first half there. He came back in the game, was fine, looked fine, all that stuff. But even while he was out, Jared Patterson got no burn. So he was active because Jonathan Williams, uh, his knee injury apparently kind of flared up on him. But no touches, no no snaps that I can be aware of. But there were some times where I, I was looking at something else or looking up a stat or something. So I didn't see every single snap uh, of the game. We'll have to look at the snap reports. But uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't get on the field. So uh, Jared Patterson, as much as I would love to have his stock going up because he got his first game active, um, looks like his stock is actually going down because definitely got a lot more usage last year. Uh, Chris Russell likes the Commanders, guys. Let's give Chris a little bit of a break sometimes. We're going to get back to some good stuff, though, and we're going to hand out some game balls from this huge Washington Commanders win. Again, shout out to all of you guys staying up or up early with me here to talk about this Victory Tuesday episode of Locked on Commanders. But first, I'm going to talk about Built Bars and their new reimagined flavors, Cookie Dough Topper, Coconut Brownie Bar, Coconut Brownie Topper, White chocolate peppermint granola, which I cannot wait to try because the built granola bars are some of my favorite. It's built's take on granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And why I haven't had white chocolate peppermint, I've had all the other granola bars, and that description fits them 
perfectly. Candy cane brownie is also one. Uh, that's a puff. Built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. First off, if you haven't tried built bars before, you really need to. They're healthy for you. They're good for you. But they also taste amazing. Uh, and you guys know that we're not kidding because we eat them all the time. An unanswerable question is which one is your favorite? There's so many that you can't just pick one. They're all un unbelievable and they're all different. So you got to try them. Get a mixed box. Get as many orders as you want to. Do whatever you need to do to try all of those. Get 15% off your first order or your next order right now by using the promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, close out this Victory Tuesday episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast again. Shout out to all of you joining us live. We got Steady Eddie in the chat. Armand, Armand, I'm not sure how uh, how you pronounce that, sir. Um, the lead commander, giving Chris a little bit of jabbing, which is is okay from time to time. Um, appreciate you guys too. Of course, we also appreciate all of you watching in post. Appreciate all of you guys listening in audio formats. Again, a little bit of equipment issue going on, so I'm using my webcam microphone. So please forgive the less than completely professional audio production, but the show must go on, as they like to say. The show did go on Monday night, Washington Commanders in Philadelphia, taking care of business. Uh, second time in three years that the Washington Commanders, that Washington has traveled to the state of Pennsylvania to face an undefeated team from Pennsylvania in the back half of the season. Second time in three seasons, they whooped that butt, took that winless or took that undefeated streak away from them and uh, left them home holding the L and we're gonna give out some game balls. We did our stock up. We did our stock down. Uh, my first game ball again, we're doing this kind of hockey style three, three stars of the night, three, two, one, one being the most uh, star, starific third uh, being, I guess, the least starific of the stars. Uh, first game ball, third star was going to Ron Rivera. We kind of already talked about it, so I'm not going to go too much deeper into it. Uh, but again, you know, rallying the troops, doing what a commander does, right? Giving out the intent, giving out the mission, rallying the troops finding a way to bring them together and unify them under a common message. Uh, we love you too, Lee Commander, by the way. Um, and so for that, Ron Rivera, you get a game ball. Second star of the game, Derek Forrest. Fumble recovery, interception, absolutely clutch. I said it in one of our final preview episodes that I felt like the Washington Commanders were going to win this game, which, by the way, guys, we both, Chris and I both picked the Eagles to win. We weren't alone. We both picked them to win. Uh, but we also both said that the Washington players definitely had a fighting chance. Each of us had less than a touchdown difference uh, margin of victory and said it was going to come down basically to the turnover game. If they won the turnover race or the turnover uh, differential, then they would have a chance to win this game. They did that, and they did that in part thanks to Derek Forrest. There were obviously some other guys. John Ridgway was involved in that as well. There were some other guys, uh, Benjamin St. Juice, uh, stepping up in a big way as well. But second ball, second game ball goes to Derek Forrest. And, Look, talk to him after his his game. 
uh, at the post-game press conference, and he mentioned preparation, and he praised his coaches, his teammates, everybody for being ready. He said they knew that everybody was counting them out, and they came out here to show them all, us all, that we were wrong about them. So, I mean, if you kind of think about it, we really kind of inspired the commanders to win this game, right? So, I mean, you're welcome. Anyway, last game ball, first star of the game. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Terry, you're thinking Brian Robinson. Guys, there's a lot of nominees to get game balls here, and I invite Chris to give out three more game balls uh, tomorrow on his solo episode. But my final game ball is going to go to Joey Sly because I want to make sure that this guy gets his love. And look, there was somebody, a Commanders fan, that tweeted out shortly at the after the end of the game. As I was heading down to the press conference in the locker room, I saw it. Someone tweeted out, uh, Sly, Joey, Sly, right? Making fun of the Fly Eagles, Fly, Sly, Joey, Sly. Whoever that was, if you see this or if you know who that was, I told Joey about that tweet. He loved it. Absolutely loved it. So I passed that uh, par parody song off to him. He absolutely appreciated that. Uh, look, a five-point lead at the end of the game before the KC2 Hill touchdown on that crazy, you know, lateral hook and lateral play that they always try to do uh, at the end of the games. And so Joey Sly, four for four. Uh, on the night, two field goals from 50-plus, three from 40-plus. Uh, and, again, I talked to Joey in the locker room, and I talked to him about those kicks specifically, dapped him up a little bit, gave him some props. I told him, like, I couldn't make a 10-yard field goal. I don't know how you guys make these 58 bombs and all that stuff. And he kind of told me that it was weird because in pregame warm-ups, there was no wind in Lincoln Financial. There was no wind whatsoever. And then just, like, as the game is going on, all of a sudden there's this wind, and it's swirling around the link. Uh, and all these things he talked to he said he talked to the eagles kicker during the halftime warm-ups was like bro what's going on he's like i've never experienced the, the eagles kicker thinks jake elliott said he'd never experienced before where pre-game there's nothing and then all of a sudden in the course of the game there's a bunch of wind uh, and it does it makes those things different because you're you're practicing in all near perfect conditions other than the cold weather which makes things uh fly a little bit less i, I believe um but then also you have this wind to compete with so he's going out there to kick a 58 yarder and he's doing it in conditions that he hadn't prepared for uh, before the game. So, you know, props to him for the 58-yarder. He felt like the 55-yarder, he was a little bit nervous about that one. Um, but obviously it went through. And, yeah, man, I mean, you can say that without Joey Sly going four for four, including, again, two from 50-plus, three from 40-plus, the end of that game might be a lot different. The Washington Commanders may be looking for a late touchdown or trying to get closer for a game-winning field goal versus being up by five and having the Eagles in a hook and ladder situation. So, yeah, so Joey Sly, he gets my final game ball of the night. Again, Chris Russell will be back tomorrow, can give his uh, his own. If you want to chime in on those, drop them in the comments, hit them up on Twitter, hit me up on Twitter, whatever it is. You guys have been amazing. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know how many of you guys were going to be awake still or getting up uh, joining me for this live, and you guys have come through in a big way. So I appreciate all of you for making us your first listener, first view every single day again. Make sure you're also checking out Locked On Sports today, the biggest game, the biggest stories from Locked On experts who are on ground covering all your favorite teams in person, up close and personal, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Chris will be back for his usual Wednesday uh, solo episode. We've got Ron Rivera at 3 o'clock via Zoom on Victory Tuesday. So we're going to dive into that, jump into there, and Chris, I'm sure, will talk about that. And who knows, he might give out some more game balls of his own as well i welcome him to do so in the meantime if you got questions topics or you want to put in uh, your own thoughts into 
what we're talking about, send them into locked on Washington commanders at gmail.com or call in and be a part of the show by uh, by dialing 301-615-3577. I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation Commander Country. Chris Russell of the Russell and Met Her Show on the Team 980. Again, he will be live literally less than eight hours from now, 9 a.m. Eastern to noon with Pete Methurst over there or anytime on the Odyssey app. Lee Commander, I appreciate you. I am staying in Philly tonight. I will drive home tomorrow uh, and be home in time for Ron Rivera's press conference, but I will definitely be sure to travel home safely. Victory Tuesday, guys. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't everything, you know, everything didn't fire in all cylinders. But, guys, the Washington Commanders are 5-5 five and five with a win over the best team in the division. Uh, could have beaten, should have beaten a one-loss Minnesota Vikings team. This is a good football team. You guys have a good football team to cheer for, and they're starting to put some things together. Can't promise you anything. Can't say book your Super Bowl flights, right? But you've definitely got a team worth cheering for. So I hope that you do. I hope you enjoy the week talk all that trash to all the Eagles fans and the Cowboys fans. They lost too. So go find them, go seek them, go to Lockdown Cowboys, Lockdown Eagles, drop it in their comment sections. Let them know that Commanders fans are here, just like Derek Forrest said, that the Commanders are here. And of course, thank you for joining me. If you're out and about, please be kind to one another. Be safe. As Chris would say, don't drive like a maniac. I will not drive like a maniac on my way out of Philly. And thank you for joining me right here on Locked On Commanders. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.